Welcome to Sex and the Sex in the Sex. This is a sexist. No, this is a sexy podcast. This is a Sex and the City podcast uh, where we watch all the episodes of Sex and the City and we talk about them. My name's Anna Wolf, and I've seen all of the Sex and the City episodes, and I'm an actor and comedian. My name's Evie Majumda. I am um, a person, and um, I also have <laughs> watched the episodes um, heaps of times as well. My name's Jordan Barr. I'm a comedian and I am watching them for the first time now. Very exciting. Oh my God. Big episode. I was thinking about you this whole time. Oh oh my God. (laughs) Why? Why are you thinking about Jordan this whole time? (laughs) Because it's big episode for me. Oh, right. Yeah. Chill out. As a first timer. Also, I was Um, just really thinking really quickly when I was watching this episode, I was like, we should also trigger warning this episode a little bit um, because it mentions um, things like uh, terminations of pregnancies and stuff like that. Oh, true. So if you're someone that um, all has difficulty getting pregnant or anything to do with that, if you have any um, if you're easily triggered by that, don't you don't necessarily. The you rest of you though, strap um, in. Of course, why would you have to? But you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> strap in, fucking ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> um, shut up! You're not supposed to talk yet. I'm kidding. Hello. No. Um, uh, speaking of, um, <laughs> 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 we got a really great guest today. Um, and guest, I want to know who are you. Hi, I'm Kat Finch. I am also a comedian and a social worker. <gasps> Very Ooh. cool. I've decided that social worker is part of my intro now. Don't know why it should be, but it's in there. No, it's no important. people need sense. to know. It, it'll colour the whole um, the whole episode, I think. I think that's a positive. It also means that you come from a place of some kind of expertise. Like if we're doing an episode that was all about Shut bartending. Shut the fuck up, Anna. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> You're a Absolutely not. Yes, yes, you're an expert. You know about everything. There you go. That's why we brought you on. To, um, yeah, sorry, go on. To what? No, um, <laughs> to teach us. Teach us a thing or two yep. about um, uh, the work that you do in mm. society. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm we saying. We love to learn. We love to learn. That's it. We do. Um, Kat, yeah. what is your relationship with Sex and the City? The TV show. Extremely. (laughs) Okay, we won't talk about my relationship with the activity. Um, I have more of a relationship with the activity than I do with the show. (laughs) I have seen some of it. I've seen like a few, an episode here or there when it was on TV, basically. And maybe the first five episodes of season one. And now... Season four, episode eleven. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Did, was it on like when you say watching it on TV? Was it like your parents were watching it and you walked past, or no? <laughs> was it on Gem? Was it You're on Gem? Me... <laughs> what? Channel ninety nine. Gem. Gem. I was sponsored by Gem. If it's on, I don't know if it was on. Do you remember there was like Gem? There was like Channel Nine Go. Yeah, or, no, or no, I know exists. what you're talking about, Anna. <laughs> remember television. <laughs> It still exists. So, are you talking in past tense? Times have changed. I'm just crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, actually, Farmer Wants a Wife reruns. Oh, nice. Yeah. Go on. Nine Gem, or is it Seven Mate? <laughs> or is also, it Ten Peach? 
Oh my god. Ten page and ten bold, the two genders. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, to answer your question, Jordan, my parents definitely didn't watch Sex in the City that I know of. Um, I saw it. I remember once seeing it on TV. I think the first time was I was babysitting um, for my boss's nieces while Morning. she was at a wedding. Um, and they kids married. had gone to bed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think one of her sons, one of my boss's sons, was getting married. Oh my god! Oh, drama. Big. Yeah. Um, I wasn't at the wedding. Clearly, I was babysitting. Um, <laughs> so rude. Um, otherwise, hey. I would have definitely been at my boss's son's wedding. Um, were they like, on. "Hey, are you free on this date?" And then were you like, "Oh my god, I'm definitely free for the wedding." And they're like, "Can you babysit the kids?" <laughs> it was exactly like that, and my dreams were crushed that day. <laughs> I love that. Um, we interrupted you. You keep speaking sorry. about your experience. I'm sorry. We told you this would happen. It is not that interesting what I was going to say. I saw, I think I saw it for the first time then. And then just a few times over the years, I thought I could get into that. But it's the same, you know, you try and read a book that you've started before and then you just can't because you've read the first like 10 pages. I feel yeah. like I've seen the first three episodes like four times mm. and then I've never gotten past them so now I'm like maybe I'll just watch from season four episode 11 yes and Kat, then absolutely loop around oh, yes that is the exact right thing Listen. to do that's how that's how I tell some people to watch Buffy when they can't handle like season one or two I'll just like start on like season fucking three or four and then Those people watch are fucked. It. yeah exactly just... <laughs> just push through Jesus fucking Christ they're wrong, God, they're um, wrong. season one is amazing but oh my it's so good I know the hyenas you can listen hyenas. to every episode of our podcast until this one and then start watching the show <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's so yeah. yeah true. Hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. You'll never come back. Um, You'll know too much about us. Yeah. You'll know like stuff I don't even remember telling people. Yeah, oh my God. We divulged too much during that first lockdown. Screen oh cosmos so and telling people other people's oh secrets was awful. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. listen back. Please don't. <laughs> extremely fun i want you to divulge people's secrets i've done it too much jordan's had to take episodes down and then re-edit because i was like i can't (laughs) believe i said that what was i thinking that is not my story to tell she's like could you have told me this um before i like did all this yeah exactly literally uh no it's my bad i should check things but i'm more like i'm such a it just goes to show how much of a gossip fiend that i am that i don't even notice what is a secret no. and what is it like I just I'm like <laughs> this is a normal conversation <laughs> like that I, do I, flag. I mm. recently had a conversation with a girl I went to high school with she came when I was in year 12 um, and I hadn't spoken to her in person basically since high school and uh, I'd had a few and so <laughs> I told her I was like oh I once said about you I was like Ooh. I feel so bad for saying this she dated the tallest guy in my year level and mm. she was like really short um, and they had the same locker bay as me and they used to make out in front of my locker and I <laughs> said annoying. I said to him do you think if she uh, was actually tall enough to see your face she would dump you <laughs> I mean, that's a I, burn. That's pretty I, good. I told that's the girl good. that I said this, like very apologetically, and she was like, "Yeah, Cat, I know you posted it on your Tumblr." <laughs> oh my god! Like super burn. 
oh, I was just like, this is really rewriting the narrative that I have, that I was bullied in high school and absolutely a victim in every way. It seems like I was a huge cunt. You are Liz Lemon. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Forgot oh, that blogs and stuff were such a big deal back in oh, high school because my, like, my sister was like weirdly smart on um technology and just like got on. She just had this like blog and had like followers and stuff when she was younger. And then she like posted this like huge rant against my parents. Like it made us sound like we were like from some really fucked up home. She's like, no wonder, <laughs> no wonder she's broken inside and God, like about me. She's like, no wonder she's broken and will never be fixed after your parenting. Um, and like this huge rant all in caps. Um, and I didn't know about it. And then just like everyone at school was like, cause we went to the same school. They're like, are you okay? Like we read about it. Um, like, oh sounds really God. dramatic. <laughs> Oh. imagine finding out you're broken and can never be fixed I know. <laughs> I know it's like no wonder she wants to kill us I was like hey meta please tell you that in private um, <laughs> but it was like it kind of felt cool I was like whoa who's talking like who's saying oh my god totally <laughs> This actually leads very nicely into my next question. If you are a a blogger, a Tumblr girl, I missed the Tumblr thing. I think Mm. I was like just too old for it. Wait, um, what? Really? No, you weren't. You weren't too old for a job and we just didn't do it. Everyone, we had so many friends that did it. I was just thinking about this. I'm so grateful that we we didn't fucking do that because the shit that we would have said on our Tumblr would (laughs) have... ruined our lives or like it's out there it It is still out there well that's it that is it it is so fucked up because like you think about all the people went to high school with you had like um photography tumblers and stuff like that of like 14 year olds looking real sexual and hot like it's fucked up like (laughs) my boobs are out there don't go looking Um, oh my god there are love poems out there about mm. my first boyfriend who is That's worse than the boobs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's way worse than the boobs. <laughs> it is way worse. And my the worst one is that my first blog was actually a blog spot when oh. I was in year eight and nine. And an article I wrote for English class about how much I hate Valentine's Day is out there. <laughs> oh my god, perfect. That's why I want to read that. Do you hate oh. Valentine's Day? At the time I did because I didn't believe in love. <laughs> Of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. You're like, mm, I don't believe in love. I'm a poet. I was 14 and I was so cynical and I wrote this scathing article about like people who would date their boyfriends for a month and then say they were in love and how stupid it was. And obviously I didn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much because it's true and because also I love that the fact like underneath it all was just being like I want a boyfriend I was alone, like 100%. But, but also you're right you are right you are right little cynical cat was right as well like it was yeah. in high school and that shit happened see yeah. this is why I shouldn't have had a tumbler because I would have just been like if I fake tanned and dyed my hair blonde would everyone think I was hot yeah. what is beauty like, <laughs> like beauty can be having which is like such a fucking narrow fucking thing but I'd be like yes I've got curly red hair I am beautiful <laughs> society needs to change like like oh, that Zoe Claire chick on the last season of The Bachelor <laughs> talking about <how laughs> literally that would have been me. what did she say oh she got really drunk and she was like I know that he's not interested in me because I'm a redhead while I'm here for all girls with red hair like yes I have pale skin (laughs) I have red hair and freckles I'm still lovable she was a model (laughs) I know I know 
Oh and then God. she couldn't go to the rose ceremony because she was so drunk. Oh, <laughs> oh, <wow. gasps> well, they that's were hilarious. like, Joey Claire. That's why I couldn't do I couldn't do reality TV because I'd get so drunk and I'd probably become Zoe Claire and just be like, you know what? I might have bigger thighs than I don't have a thigh gap. I'll go back into like things I thought when I was like 14 years old and just broadcast them on television. Awful. I truly don't think I know a single person who would pass the mental health test (laughs) 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 We're all fucked. Yeah, they probably choose people that aren't okay mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it definitely oh my god absolutely they would have just like and also like some producer would have got her when she was drunk and been like i heard that he doesn't like redheads and then just like <laughs> pushed her into the camera <laughs> like yeah. good luck my dear totally <laughs> jordan you um, should be a producer i feel like you have that level of manipulation like, <laughs> in you. just like up front like yeah we're friends we're buddies and then underneath being like mm, it's really fucked how he said that like maybe i'll go on survivor that's a conversation for another time i've never watched it but um, <laughs> i don't know i want to go on big brother Have but i am a survivor <laughs> i want to go on big brother so badly if they did big brother the way that they used to do it i would i would without even like a thought i would audition what really? is it like now what's different i never it's watched survivor it. it's like yeah. they have all these physical challenges they have to do and that's oh God, what that they can eliminate so much more fun i no, really like so that. shit it's so boring yes what did they used to do just hang watch out. it i was take that back they just, just hang out, out. But it was really unreliable back then. I feel like that's why they had to change it because if you had good, interesting people, it was very entertaining. And then Mm. other seasons, it would just be totally boring. Mm. You have to like test the chemistry and stuff maybe. Mm -hmm. I um, could talk about Big Brother. (laughs) We can't. We can't. We've already been to it. We need to ask the third question. question. Yeah. Yeah. Kat, Mm -hmm. which character do you most identify with in Sex and the City, given what you know? Oh, mm. obviously Samantha. I yeah, I identify yeah, with Samantha, sick. and I have since I was eighteen without ever having been into the show because I was like, she's a slutty one, and um, love it. I'm also slutty. Is mm. the end of that sentence? <laughs> yeah, fun. And what about watching Carrie? This... Sorry, just you wrote a blog. I thought that was kind of Carrie esque. I was literally just thinking that, and all the shit that you were just saying. Are you sure you're not a little bit? little bit no, Carrie. I'm not sure. I haven't watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know. I maybe haven't seen many episodes where she's doing her writing blog bits. Um, but no, I'm not no longer identified <laughs> with being uh, a blog writer. Thank um, you. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's full time slut it, now. You did it. <laughs> um, it's out there. But I have to say, watching this episode, I still felt like a Samantha and I really vibed Samantha and yeah. felt Samantha's the best one. That's fucking oh, great. Absolutely. You identify with Samantha, that's fucking well done that's great you're doing yeah. things right yeah samantha is especially in this episode oh my god let's get into it <gasps> yeah, let's get into it um honor oh, do yeah. you have an imdb synopsis yes i do it's by our favorite kgf visses um do you guys always want to say K- kgf visses like yes um, yes but it's yes fistule um yep yeah. okay so uh coulda woulda shoulda Season four, episode eleven. I don't remember. What is it? Yeah. Okay. The um, um the title of this episode is actually very funny given the content. <laughs> Could have, should have. Oh my god! How light. 
mean, we've already said it, but like the fact that it is about abortions. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just immediately upon seeing the title was so excited because when I was 10, I thought that shoulda, coulda, woulda was the funniest sassy gotcha ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love this episode so much. Um, I I mean, I don't like just by the title itself. Like I, whenever I think, whenever I try and think of like a Sex and the City um, episode and the name of it, I'm either like coulda, woulda, shoulda or hot girl in the city. Mm. I don't know about Mm. you, Ovi, but do you feel similarly? Um, watching being hot girl in the city or oh, like the song don't worry about it um so- <laughs> <laughs> a simple no would have sufficed derby <laughs> i understand um, you yeah <laughs> um okay let me read the i'll read the synopsis okay to her horror miranda is pregnant after one single night with steve <laughs> After she told the girls, including her intent, wait, after she told the girls, including her intention to abort, oh, what? after she told the girls, including, uh, this should be a comma, including her intention to abort, Charlotte walks out envious and disgusted. Jeez, please, <laughs> KGF Visses, uh, Kat, FYI, KV, KGF Visses is just this person that writes all the synopses for um, Sex and the City on IMDb and all of the, the punctuation's fucked and also just <laughs> their, their take on it is fucked as well. Just being like, Charlotte's disgusted. And jealous. Miranda's it makes it sound like Charlotte wishes she could have an abortion. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, I wish. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> uh, Carrie tells Aiden after making him swear not to tell. So we must sit by how his... So he must sit by how his buddy Steve may lose his baby without even knowing and goes see waiter Chad. What? <laughs> In this bed. And go see waiter Chad. <laughs> Boy, okay, Carrie tells Aiden. Okay, so I think he's talking about Carrie. They can, um, go see waiter Chad, the ignorant father. <laughs> what? Her, the ignorant father of her aborted child years ago. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Aborted child. Aborted child. Come on. The father <laughs> of the aborted child. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm not done yet. Um, Charlotte gets a fertility test, which confirms her chances are only 15%. Meanwhile, Samantha longs for a Birkin. <laughs> the ultimate status handbag and abuses her star client Lucy Lou's name to jump the five-year waiting list, dot, dot, dot. Fucking hell. KGF. Jeez Louise. That was Obviously a Trump supporter or something. Yeah. (laughs) Am I the mother of all my periods? (laughs) I just, I love KGF so much. I never want to find out who they are. What if? We, oh my god! What, what if it's Sarah that? Jessica Parker? Because <laughs> it, 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 it kind of reads in terms of like the quality of writing. And Harry's book. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I have a Actually, I hope KGF this is is Cat when Cat was like fifteen, <laughs> writing on Tumblr, just what she thought that Sex and the City was about. I fucking would have. The scathing tone is exactly. (laughs) In a nutshell. Um, So should we go on to what themes you have? Yeah. Who's going to start? Who's got a good theme to start with? Um, I can start. So um, it's it's like pretty basic. It's basically what the episode's about. But just um, 
how it's tricky when you have like a close group of friends and you start doing like different life, like big life things um, and the insecurity of like not. So it's like kind of twofolds. It's like you're going about your life. It's fine if they do different stuff, but the society, society and its pressures when you kind of maybe all want similar stuff, but some people are doing it at a different pace um, is confusing and tricky. So oh my God. that's my theme. Evie, what a great theme. That <laughs> honestly, 10 out of 10. Incredible. Thanks. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so are you feeling like mm. you're in that situation at the moment? Um, I think it, I think we've spoken about it before, but it can feel like that when like doing comedy and like doing performing, it feels like we're adding, I don't see it this way personally, but like if we were, if I'm comparing myself to like friends that I have from school, it's like I've got like an added like 10 years um, to get good at my job and like all of that comes before having a baby. But totally. I feel like lockdown especially is like a confusing time because when all of that other stuff goes away that I'm like, oh, I live in a shithole and like maybe it would be good to like, um, you know, you kind of become more domestic and you're like, well, how am I not striving in this like domestic sphere? But it's like, it's not real. It's just lockdown. Um, but it kind of makes you look at your life and like what, um, what you're doing and whether you're behind or not. This is like this is like such a stupid competitive mentality, but it's um maybe no, it's something not. we relate to. No, it's so relatable. Are you kidding? Like mm. that's like, I feel like maybe it's just like at this age, which is still so young, but mm. it is that pushing into those years of being like, cool, like you should have your shit together now, and yeah. and like literally people like like I've had this a couple of times from like aunties, whatever, being like, when are you gonna stop living hand to mouth and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, like and kind of this and and me putting pressure on myself being like cool like you're working a hospitality job trying mm-hmm. to do something that you've you've been relatively successful in but financially it's so unstable also yeah. do you want to have kids eventually if so you're dating another fucking actor yeah. like <laughs> how are you going to find any kind of fucking security especially another actor who like is a year younger than you and and like mentally in terms of like uh have you know how like I sometimes I feel like but like uh, people who grew up as like women have this pressure and I continue to be so like I have this pressure of being like fuck like I have to think about career if I want to have kids if I don't want to have kids that decision of potentially not having kids and then regretting it later exactly Um, I talk about this with Pat all the time just being like the fucking pressure I feel to for everything to happen right now because if it fucking doesn't it's then like, like what, what am the I fuck am I gonna for? do yeah, yeah and also because my my partner's also in work it's in hospitality and does mm. like acting jobs or whatever and I keep being like maybe you want to study teaching I don't know and he's like no I don't want to do that <laughs> Stop. Like, I'm I get know. You to support your dreams I have my own dreams and I'm like why <laughs> like ah. like no yeah, um, but exactly then just not being in that kind of financial situation of that security and then like getting into lockdown and being like shit like and all your friends in saying that you know what's funny that something that was like sorry I'm talking so much uh, but something that was really reassuring was going to my year 10 high school reunion and being like yes and being like all these people in my high school that were pregnant and married and me in my head being like wow that's great for them but fuck me, I don't want that right now. Mm, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. That, it makes me be like, oh, like, that's kind of like shit. Like, I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. be cringy. That sucks for you, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what they want and that's completely fair enough. And it's like, you know, my brother. Yeah, and, yeah anyway, I've got like 18 things to say about this. I mean, I relate to you so hard, but I'll let someone else speak. Kat, yeah. how about you? 
How do you feel? The big question. This is bigger Um, than the questions portion. Um, I don't know. I definitely relate to lockdown has been such a weird um, time in terms of creative, all my creative stuff. And especially Mm. because I obviously work as a social worker in the day and it just makes it, I just feel like it's nothing once I'm like comedy never happens. That's what happens for me is I just start to feel like, why would I even go back to it? Like I'm so stressed when I'm doing comedy, you know, I love doing it, but it's like, Mm. obviously, as we all know, stacking gigs on to the end of working days usually. And then like the first lockdown at the end, well, not the first, sorry, the second lockdown, like the long, (laughs) the longest one. Um, After that, I was kind of excited to come back. Yeah. So many, I just feel like it chips away at your like, morale over time yeah um which isn't really to do with the um theme of feeling like I'm competing competing with my friends but no but it's that stage of life though you know what I mean it's that sense because I feel like if wait how old are you Kat you're like 26 26 yeah yeah. so I feel Mm. like we're at this stage where we're like mid to late 20s Mm-hmm. where it is that weird oh my god oh sorry um, <laughs> um, oh, I yeah, always feel like I'm like a grandma with like for some reason I'm just like I'm so much older than these guys even though it's like like nine months or something and I'm like hobbling a lot being like so tweet Jordan and oh, just, like, <laughs> this is what the teens are doing a TikTok and I'm like oh that's nice <laughs> the other thing I feel like I aged like seven years during all the lockdowns like I'm oh, like oh. I know that's impressive I regressed I absolutely regret <laughs> I'm literally like 25 turning on 50 it's just like <laughs> it all changed after 23 yeah. um but yeah but also yeah. something that I like see about with you two um not so much you Jordan even though your <laughs> your part-time job is is really? a legitimate job it is Ooh. but but it also which one exactly but I mean like uh, but with you two who are also working full-time jobs as well as Mm. uh um yeah I think it would be so confusing because it's it's that sense of being Mm. like okay I actually have this career going and then I'm also trying to do this other career or this other job or whatever it is to you and then it's like what the fuck and whereas like I feel like for me I mean, it sucks because it's like the lack of security and also my supervisor's 22 and I'm 27. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep being like, Bonnie, you're not doing a good enough job. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'll be good when it's really busy, but I don't yeah. give a fuck. fuck off. Like, you don't know anything about life. Yeah, no, it's so annoying. I keep, and they don't, and they keep giving me advice. Like, you know, Anna, like you really, oh. I literally had an appraisal, like an appraisal with a 21-year-old when I was oh 26, God. then being like, okay, honestly, you'll be doing really well. You just, you know, ask some more questions. I'm like, I'm 26 years old right at this point. <laughs> like, this is awful and, oh, God, horrible. Um, But, like, I think it keeps me young, though. No, it just keeps me <laughs> and sad. But I think it would be confusing having that, being having those careers being like, cool, this is a total option for me. Mm. Um, and yet I, and, and then I'm also doing this thing, like where am I in my life, especially when the people around me are like adults and not 21 year olds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like that. What about you, Jordan? What do you feel about life? About I'm not so stressed about it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. will be. I don't like, I think that um, I've talked again, I've talked about this on the pod before, but like, I guess I see myself again, comparing myself to Miranda here, but I see myself in like a position like Miranda where I'm like, I don't like 
think that I'll have kids. If I mm. do, it would definitely be by accident. Um, <laughs> like on the toilet. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought it was a shit. <laughs> um, so I oh my think God, what a dream that... come true for me. I would love you to have a toilet baby. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. God. I know. The drama, the gossip. We'd be like, like the shifts of the There'd be world. like newspapers writing about you. It'd be cool. Oh, it it's a good opportunity. So fun. That's it. Like, Jordan. And also, I could totally tell, like, if you like, oh, I haven't done my period in like nine months or whatever. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I had a, you would totally go into download and you would be one of those like, I've been babies. putting off that ultrasound for so long. Oh my God. Totally. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, it would have helped. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think in a similar situation to Miranda like it would only happen by accident I think that me being like oh I don't want kids has fully mm. taken the pressure off totally and has been like well I don't have any dependence I can just keep doing this dumb fuck stuff that I do um for a little while until my mm. parents need me I guess um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think but I yeah and just like with like Honor and I had our 10 year high school reunion and the lead up mm. to that I was really wigging myself or I was, I was fully prepared to wig out. I was like, oh, my 10-year high school reunion, I'm going to have a meltdown. And then I was yeah. like, when's this meltdown happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I, it kind of like in a nice way was like, no, I'm doing like all the things that I like. I have, and I like have a roof over my head. I have, I earn enough money to maybe not save, but I can still go out and have some fucking nice dinners with my yes. friends. I'm not worried about that. And um. I have a good time and I do things that like if I was a teenager and I knew that, I, yeah, I, I would just be like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I always like, test myself. Yeah. On. I feel mm -hmm. like I was either going to do like, if I was like a kid, if I thinking back to like comparing to like what your childhood expectations are of you, I had either ridiculous, like absolutely unachievable or where I am now. And mm. that's, if I was in between, then I would be scared. But because I'm like <laughs> at the low point, I'm like, not the low point, but I'm like even lower <laughs> than I thought I would be. Okay. Yeah, okay. You're doing yeah. amazing, Jordan. You're doing like amazing. <laughs> this is your lowest you're point. You're doing amazing. Um, but you're talking about, you're talking about you. like your childhood expectations. And then also mm -hmm. I feel like there's a change of expectations. Like for, uh, I don't know, I mean, definitely for you, I know. But like, and for me, that like after leaving acting uni and like the year or two after out of acting or like musical theatre, university, whatever. It was a university. You don't have to use quotation marks like no, that. No, no, but I was like, it's not, it wasn't. <laughs> um, but like after that and that kind of low of that, it really just shifted expectations about everything because it's so mm -hmm. funny and like, at uni teachers being like, no one cares about you. Like, it was, I mean, that's what it was like in Ballarat. Everyone was like, yeah, you're nothing. Like you're a piece of shit. Like, you are not the exception to the rule. I'm no, like, that's what no I used to tell my year 12 yeah. students. I was like, you think <laughs> yeah. fucking anyone's going to give you an extension on like anything beyond like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, go ask for it. I think one time, um, that's what they were always like. Yeah, you burn this up. <laughs> like one time this guy was like, they're like week before the year 12 exams and this guy's like, so what if you're just like sitting there, you know, like in the exam hall and you just can't be stopped and you like want to sleep. And then I was, I said something, I'm going to like fuck it up now, but it was like real burn at the time. I was like, yeah, well then you can, you can find yourself like awake one day sleeping under a cardboard box when you have no house or like any possessions because you're homeless because you didn't give a shit about your life. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> which is like so many bad stereotypes. I know that's not how people come over. No, but, but also um, so funny. You know that you know, Cat, like, your okay. kids, like, kids literally like kill themselves because they're like, if I don't do well in year 12. This guy like, was not close, being, like, trust me. Cat, shit. This guy needed a kick up the bum. Um, yeah, fair, fair, fair. I mean, case by case, funny. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But I love that. I worked in youth done. homelessness and I have to say that <laughs> every single person I worked with was there because they didn't try hard enough in their year 12 exam. So. That's true. That's it. That is That's it. how it works. <laughs> it's a very simple equation if you get it right. Um, yeah. No, really. I'm not proud of myself, but I was like at my You website. are a little bit there because you were I mean, like, that was a fucking thing. <laughs> You brought it Everyone up. Everyone was like... laughing and it was hilarious. And all the kids um, were like, you're cool, Mr. Dub Dub. you're like, Dub Dub. It's very funny because I remember being told that by teachers all the time. Like, I you'll got never told get. That. You'll never get extensions in like adult life. And let me tell you that I write assessments for work all the time and they give out assessor extensions like lollipops. It's fine. This, this kid I, I used just, to teach actually messaged me the other day with this like meme that said exactly that. He's like, yeah, this reminded me of you. And it's like, yeah, yeah, 12 teacher. And it's like person like fucking freaking out. Um, being like, you never get anywhere in life if you don't try hard. And then it's like actual life and like no one's trying. But I'm like, if you don't get told that, you end up being weird, I feel. I loved that like moment when teachers were like genuinely worried that you would fail and that they'd be like, okay, we need to organize meetings. <laughs> and you'd be like, ah, it'll be fine. It'll come together. And they're like, yeah. no, it's not coming together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I never had funny. that. I just had teachers being like, wow, Anna, like right now you're an A student, but you should be an A plus student. And then, uh, and then they cycled over just... to my house and helped me with my year 12 exam because I went to a private they school. They cycled to your time. house because they were worried they weren't going to get that bonus. It literally, <laughs> that's it. I was like, it worked. It worked. Pay teachers bonuses. <laughs> yeah, um, I used to just get, ta- I used to take stuff to like the stupidest degrees. Um, I don't know if we have time for a story, but this is, I don't know what this is. Yeah, but yeah, we'll story. just edit it, it if was... it doesn't work. Or we'll just do it two parter. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was year 12 four. so this the biggest deal at my school was to be invited to the melbourne high formal because they got a fucking ice sculpture of their unicorn, unicorn? yes oh, everyone had to get a photo like licking it it was like the biggest night of the whole year oh, and like a bunch of the year 12s are invited me included um and we had like everyone just like wrote fake notes being like oh she needs to leave at lunchtime to like go get a doctor's appointment um, and then the teachers busted down. They're like, no one's leaving at lunchtime. Um, but then for some reason I was like, no, I need to leave. So I like <laughs> took it to the nth degree. They're like, you're not going to a doctor. I'm like, I am, I'm getting an abortion. Um, and <laughs> literally fought it to the death. I was like, I'm pregnant, I'm getting an abortion and it's happening. Um, and they were like, this is concerning. And like, I got to like leave after fighting for like an hour and then had like all these like fucking welfare meetings like the week after. <laughs> and they're like, what is oh. going on? What's going on with you? And this one teacher was like, I was just like over life at that point. I was like, I don't care. I just like, I don't care about going to uni or anything. And he was like, you just need to get to uni. That's all you need to do. Just get there and you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Which is a huge fucking lie. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> According to you, my life is perfect now, but um, no, it <laughs> I can't believe you sat on that story for so long, Irvi. I can't I believe. <laughs> it's so crazy. I was in a dark place. I was not okay at that stage. Um, <laughs> That's your origin story, Irvi. Now you do stand up. <laughs> now you're the joker. <laughs> you are. 
Um, right in terms of like, I guess like that um, is interesting. Um, trying to circle it back to Sex and the City. City, yeah. Um, but talking about like comparing yourself to where other people are in their lives, I guess it's um, with Miranda and with Charlotte, we are kind of shown exactly what we've been told growing up is like you choose your career or you choose to quit and do family and it's like kind of interesting that in this episode we say like even if you make that decision which is already hard it would be so difficult to make that decision Mm. doesn't have to be that binary but in this world it is Mm -hmm. um charlotte's made that decision and it still doesn't work out for her miranda's Mm. made that decision and something has still fucked up for her as well that's Mm. a really smart way to look at it yeah that's actual analysis um totally and it's (laughs) 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 that would get an a on an english essay um (laughs) not an a plus and you need to work on that i'm gonna cycle over to your place right now break COVID rules and help you out because i need that bonus for my kids (sighs) my beach house Um, I did really appreciate the kind of talking about what Miranda's like 35 at this point, talking about a 35 year old woman having an abortion in a pretty destigmatized way. Like it's completely, because I feel like, yeah, you talk mostly if you see someone in media talking about having an abortion or even in like popular discussion, it's like teenagers or people in their early twenties. And it's very much like, if you're old enough to have the baby, you should really do it, which she does. Uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's twist, so they don't true. follow through. But <laughs> that's so true, and I and I still hear it. Um, like I don't know about you guys, but I still hear it nowadays. Where someone's like, mm. if you know, like probably a couple of years ago, it being like, yeah, well, if I get pregnant, I'm definitely gonna have an abortion. And now the conversation's shifted, being like. But, you know, if I can have the baby and, like, I can afford it, Mm. then maybe I should keep it kind of thing. And it's like, isn't that fucked that it's like, even though we're all different people, it's like, oh, but if you're 35 years old, you need to fucking keep that baby Mm. because that's your fault that you got pregnant and um you can physically take it and even uh, yeah like exactly what you said kat especially with miranda she's got a high paying job she's got her own apartment i'm pretty sure that she owns Definitely. or maybe rent. oh yeah she bought it she bought it yeah we saw that so she's got all this access to stuff and it's like and her being having that conversation being like well obviously i'm, I'm gonna abort it yeah and yeah i definitely feel like there would still be stigma around that now like you know if i was 35 and decided and with a partner and in a comfortable position decide to get abortion there would definitely be people being like how could you do that or are you sure yeah. you want to do that or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's also in terms of pressure on um people with uteruses that mm. you think what well, the older you get like even I'm only 26 but I'm still like well what if I had like what if I got pregnant now had an abortion and then when I was 30 I couldn't get pregnant that's exactly like, right yeah you know you don't know mm. it's not it's totally probable that people who are 30 in totally. their early 30s can get pregnant but mm. you're just like what if I miss my opportunity like yeah, yeah. and um there's something they explore in the letdown which is another great show um is that she um she like a lot of people that get abortions is like actually after the first kid so it's like when you're just like not ready to have another kid um and that's yes. a lot of stigma that people have to face as well which we don't know about but um yeah that's out there as well waiting for us yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's i mean that is ultimately why miranda 
I mean, amongst other reasons, I'm sure, but Miranda ultimately decides to not have an abortion because mm. she's like, I don't know what is going to happen or like at mm. when you're 35. And also with like Steve as well, who was the dad, like is... He's something the I have to ask, sorry. Yeah. yeah what is the nature of their relationship at this point? Because what I have seen is the Sex in the City movie. <laughs> oh, wait, no, don't talk about it because Jordan hasn't uh, okay. watched no it. Split. But, and, but yeah. I just want to know what the status of their relationship is. So they've um, they've dated once before for like a relatively long period of time. Like first kind of, I think they they live they, they live together. together. Yeah, they live together for a period of time. They got a dog together. Um, and essentially, Steve couldn't hack Miranda's um, high paying job and kind of um, and her Ooh. like yeah it was, it's such bullshit yeah but also and her kind of like mm. he like she like bought him a suit or whatever and she was like I got it or whatever and like felt powerful and he was kind of all like intimidated and whatever mm. and I was also I think Miranda was like your she felt like she was babying him so much which she was um sorry mm. John what were you gonna say she also didn't want to have kids yeah oh yeah yeah she didn't want to have kids and also and the dog was a test as yeah. well because Steve just got a dog randomly without telling her, which actually kind of forebodes. Is like anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> got her a kid without telling her. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then um, he doesn't take care of it, and she takes care of it, and she's like, "I never wanted this. Fuck off." Anyway, and they broke up. Yeah. But they've been kind of friendly ever since, and they just fucked once because Steve lost the ball. So. Yeah. I was going to say a lot of talk about Steve only having one ball. Like, yeah, he had cancer he had for an cancer. episode. He had cancer. Yeah. For literally an episode. He's in remission. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Alex, I watched this episode with Alex and he was talking about how um, he was like, wait, is this directly after the big and Aiden fighting episode or is this like a few episodes past? He's like, I think I've missed a few episodes. And I'm like, no, you haven't missed a few episodes. This is the direct. But I think this because, you know, back when you couldn't get access to an entire season, it happens weekly. So then mm. you're watching a bunch of TV in between that. So it does feel like more time has passed and it seems less ridiculous. It, in fact, it would be more annoying if like it was like closer together and watching it a week apart because you, anyway, it's just like, it's just interesting watching TV now and how it's kind of changed. Yeah. yeah, I recently did a rewatch of How I Met Your Mother, which I initially watched on TV, all mm. of it. Mm. And watching it, all the way through in like two weeks I was like far out like yesterday Robert and Ted met and today she's marrying Barney like what is yeah happening? Totally. but that happened over years when you yeah. watch it totally like week, week by week. week season one yeah. of the OC so much happens in one semester <laughs> of school <laughs> like it's wild but it's like I guess the same here I guess the good thing that Sex in the City does is you really see the seasons through the season um mm. and they're kind of like also some episodes will literally be the next day but then other episodes it's it's clear that it's been quite a few weeks since we last mm. saw them they actually really nicely rather than like telling us they just show us which mm. i think is a really nice part of sex in the city definitely mm. um uh with i think this, yeah sorry go no i was just gonna say i think the i think it's great um what you're talking about Irvi, in terms of like people being in different stages of life and stuff like that and the pressure that it puts on. This episode is so incredible for the Miranda-Charlotte relationship mm. and the the friendship that exists there no, no matter what and also their differing lifestyles, which are kind of yeah. briefly spoken about, and also how they kind of deal with the situation and which actually yeah. fits quite well with, in terms of my, which is uh, my theme for this um, 
this episode, except I, I was going to talk also about Aiden and Carrie's relationship. I feel like this is the best I've ever seen it at this point, which is really, not at the start, not at the start, <laughs> but let me get back um, to this. But I was, there was a couple of episodes. I mean, in terms of, in terms of it seeming, in terms of it seeming like a good relationship, not good, a good representation of relationship, like when they're whispering in the bathroom. I love oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That was so fucking good. That when was they're good. waiting and drinking, and then it carries like, "Oh, I had an abortion. By the way, I lied to you," and that yeah. kind of thing. Which you know, lying's not good in relationship. Anyway, there was just a couple of moments in here where I'm like, "It's not Aiden being in the last couple of episodes. Aiden's being really aggressive about certain things, and it's not him being. I, I, it's not me thinking that they should stay together, and he is being aggressive about like oh, the whole abortion thing and being like, tell Steve that's all mm. bullshit. I wrote that down. Being like, what the <laughs> and I fucking hate Aiden. I don't like him that much. But in saying that them whispering in the bathroom and them having that like dinner thing and her divulging her his abortion he's like mm-hmm. I'm still here it's like it's all good I just loved their acting choices and I love the way that like even when Carrie was like trying to get him out of the bathroom she's like okay but he's he's here let's think of yeah, yeah yeah that was funny off. like that kind of stuff like I just thought I just really believed the dynamic yeah anyway yeah. in terms of like I was like I can see how this is a relationship and also it seemed like the closest they've been real with each other and like actually a relationship and not just like a big and carry or an aid and like aid and 2.0 and carry being all like power mm. dynamic let me you know i'm gonna tell you what to do it just felt it felt like a real mm. relationship anyway we that can go back secret to- spit that secret spit <laughs> felt real as well when she yes. was like don't tell anyone <laughs> yes, exactly yeah. anyway that's what i mean i'm not saying yeah. oh my god what a great relationship i'm just saying it felt the most real in the sense Out of what we've of, seen yeah yeah and it also yeah. felt like in terms of their relationship except for like the first part of the relationship and before carrie cheated on him when that was actually quite a good relationship mm. since the kind of weird rekindling thing this has felt like the most real and kind of comfortable and equal and complex but not completely fucked even though aiden said some fuck shit but okay so i was gonna say oh, I've forgotten. Every I have to oh, say yeah. this is yeah. oh sorry no, no you, you go. go okay this is the first time I've seen Aiden and obviously I have heard a lot about him and I kind of thought he was meant to be like the nice guy kind of better option than Mr Big which I don't know I guess I just picked that up on the street like I don't know why I thought that but he seems like a smug little shit yeah <laughs> am, I, am I wrong does he no, no you're not because like, Aiden's changed Aiden yeah. 1.0, who was still, he didn't, they shouldn't have been together mm-hmm. at all. But he was really nice, really kind, like blah, blah, blah. Oh, and she um, broke his heart. And she fucking broke his heart. She cheated on him with Big, like for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks. And like literally there's one like iconic line where Aiden's like, you broke my heart when she's like trying to, and like Carrie's been pursuing him like a couple months since the breakup because he got hotter and like owned a bar. <laughs> and now he's being all, and then since then he's been playing so many like, for me, from the early outside, I'm like, oh my god, Aiden, you're playing such like a power game or power dynam- dynamic because you're like trying to act like big and like a big man and like be emotionally like, unavailable for Carrie. And because of that, he's turning into like a smug little cunt. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's also- the problem of him. Um, like we were talking in the last episode about um, how he kind of wants her to be something that he sees, like it's like a vision. And she literally says this to Samantha to uh, this episode where she's like. Um, I just don't think I'm like what he thinks I am. So it's mm. hard for me to like be truthful to him. Yes. That's like, like it, it's not the lie itself when she's, when she says she's never had an abortion, but 
to me, I was like, ooh, why do you not want to tell Aiden? Mm. And even her being like, no, I could, I could never, I would never. I was like, oh, Jesus, calm down. <laughs> I know, so bad. <laughs> he was given good. really judgy energy. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. He felt safe in that situation. Exactly. Also, yeah, the, yeah. Epi- the outfit she's wearing in the bathroom scene is absolutely off oh my the chain. God, I love <laughs> that kind of the Chanel school girl thing. thing. So big. Yeah. Oh, it's this week. With it, I feel like the fashion department, like they reference like 1988 a lot, will just make her 80s, but 80s. You know what? Like random bits of stuff. I didn't, walking down I the fucking didn't hate it. I didn't hate any oh, of them. I love it, but it was just, I, I honestly was like, oh, what's she dressed up for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a look. That's a choice. I How like about, it. Okay, what about her look when she's walking with Samantha down the street and she's wearing a bandana oh, with no, a tip at the front and a little brush? Like, she looked like a child. And she had a black scent yeah. too. She did a black center. Oh, oh my god, I have that down. And she's like, um, what did she say? I had it down here. Carrie's actually like, problematic. She's like, that's not even your style or whatever. Yeah, she's but like, that's like not in an even accent. Your style. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna do it. Every, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. I um I do want to talk about this Aiden thing. This wasn't is isn't my theme, but maybe it should be because I think it's actually better. But mm. just in terms of this episode, and Aiden, he says a line that made me just be like, uh, was like Seems like the guys always get the best. <gasps> oh my god! Shut the fuck up! I, I literally have that written down, and then it Thanks. just says, "Ha ha 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 ha." <laughs> <laughs> thoughts on Cat Candy? Your thoughts on this? I feel like you and I will have almost identical opinions. <laughs> your mm. thoughts on Aiden's POV of being like, "You've got to tell the guy." Um. Oh, well, <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm no. sorry, like. No, no, no. You don't have to tell the guy. I think she shouldn't have told Aiden. And I thought that is pretty unfair of her to tell him. I mean, I also don't know the relationships between people in this show, but it seems like Steve is his boy. That's his guy. They're mates. Mm. And I think she, uh, Miranda is under no obligation to tell Mm -hmm. Steve. Mm -mm. But if you don't tell someone that their best friend has, you know. It's morally hard for him. Yeah. Yeah, She should have kept her. Yeah, trap shut. You know, all four of her friends—they all know. So it's like you have people to talk to about. Yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah, my god, yeah, this oh, is right. true. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, it's not like she was like tell nobody. She was like you, me, <laughs> and our two other best friends who all hang out often and talk about everything. All know about this. Oh, that is so true. Not tell his best friend. And also, <laughs> she's like, yeah. I have to. And the other note I had about this episode is. Something else I've picked up on the streets is that Carrie's a terrible friend. And the first thing she does in this episode is be 10 minutes late for Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did write down that Carrie had ADHD or something. I feel like, like it's okay because I'm like always 10 minutes late. Me too. I mean, so you're talking to three cool. fucking Carrie Miranda right now, Kat. We're I think it's like... different now than it was in the 90s. Yeah, we're allowed. You could be true. late now. No one is expected to be in on the time 90s. Anymore. It's like you don't have a phone or some shit. It's yeah, you'll be so fucking late. It would make me more yeah. late because I. Have a fucking GPS. I once waited for an hour and a half for honor at Flinders Street. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in high hang school. On, hang we on. were in high school. That's sad, honor. No, no, no. <laughs> I've waited for Jordan too. Yeah. I just never timed it. I'm pretty sure I waited for you. <laughs> an hour and a half though at That's Flinders awful. Street. Wait, what? No, happened? it's fine. We were in high school. I was what I was waiting with my cousin Jonathan. Yeah. She was a child alone in the city. It's fine. <laughs> I don't even remember. We had Sugar Station to go to. We were just going to go hang out in the city. 
Oh, photo booth. We were the sex. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny when you're young. It's just like a day in the city, and you're like, "Yeah, I'll just meet you, and we'll hang out in the city." Like, so probably. I, you know what? I actually probably didn't have credit all the time. I just didn't oh, like. Never. I, I, never I wouldn't have had either. credit either. We would have just been like, "We'll meet here," and then like it, stuff happens, and there's <laughs> literally nowhere to contact anyone. Yeah. You know, That's I probably one eight hundred mum dad in your home phone. Your dad would. Oh my god, one eight hundred. Oh my god. <laughs> and you know what? I know. And the other thing to know as well. Not. I mean, this is giving myself too many excuses, but <laughs> horrible sense of direction. Honestly, there's something like there's something where I'm like, there is something wrong with me. The more you talk about your symptoms of ADHD, I'm like, oh, that's like literally me. Yeah, well, we, I'm well, not no saying one I here has been diagnosed. No one has been diagnosed. <laughs> we never talked about this on air. We talk about this every day. I know, but it's never, there's no diagnosis. I was thinking my psychologist is trying not to diagnose me. Because <laughs> Literally, oh my God, it's so annoying. Like, she was just kept being like, and I was like, I can't focus. I can't sleep at night. I, I'm constantly changing the conversation all the time right now. All this kind of stuff. I'm interrupting people all the time. And then she's like, yeah, some people are like that. And I'm like, cool, bitch. Sounds like you have a terrible personality. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm like. I mean, yeah. Oh, no. Wouldn't that be the worst if that was it, though? I'm just awful. So I feel like that sometimes. That's why I don't get some of them. Because, like, even the last one that I saw, I was like, yeah, so I'm like, really stressed about, like, never being able to, like, afford enough to buy a house. And, like, I went on this spiel for, like, weeks and weeks. And then at the end, she was like, that's fine. Like, you know, just relax. Like some people just don't do that. Um, relax. And then I was just like, <laughs> I literally, I was just like, I'm trying not to drink to like solve my problem. She's like, if you're stressed, have a glass. And it's oh my just God. like, can you enable <laughs> I Can I have her number, Irvi? <laughs> I literally said that. I said that to my side, um, Irvi. I said, it feels like you're enabling me. I literally, I said that because I was like, she keeps being like, yeah, sometimes like, you can't focus and like just don't do work then and like it's fine like whatever you know we're all a I bit know. lazy and I was like mm. <laughs> like sure yeah mine was like <laughs> bored of the conversation she's like whatever like have a glass who cares um <laughs> I was like do you own a house after like the one that she's like it's fine like people sometimes don't and she's like yeah I own a house I got married when I was like 23 or whatever I'm like fuck you you don't get me um, yeah yeah you know they uh, don't get it yeah, but Car- <laughs> Carrie is a bad friend, though. It comes yes. up sometimes. Yes. But not because she was an hour and a half late when she no, was a teenager. No, no, no. That happens. I mean, I didn't know you were holding on to this all these years. I years didn't remember. Years. No, no, no. It's just, a, it's one of those things that's just like a benchmark, like, well, this is the <laughs> longest I've waited. <laughs> not in a bad way. No, just like. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being like, whenever anyone's like, I'm so sorry I'm late. I'm like, well, guess what? I'm glad you say this to so many people. This is why people think I'm a piece of shit. The amount of people that are like, well, that's, oh, okay. The amount of people that, I mean, no, people don't think that. Um, But some do, some fucking do. And it's so, you know, when you like know that you're not liked by people and you just can't do anything about it. I mean, I think all of you know that, except for, yeah. Um, Um, What? what? No, what? No, but you know what? You know when you come to terms, you don't say like, people don't like me. Oh. No, I've got Evie. Absolutely, I fucking love. I told you the other day. I was like, you're one of those people that I'm so glad I met you. Because <laughs> I'm immediately, I'm immediately like, I want to be friends with this person, like straight away. That's really cute. Thanks. Um, I already said it. I don't like. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what Anna thinks. But these are all the people who don't. Think these are the people yes. that you know when I meet them and I know that they hate my guts. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you know when people you're just like, I know that there are people out there who fucking hate me and think I'm too much. And not because it's my fault, but just because they just don't like me. They don't know you. Because it's my fault. No, but no. Not everyone could be liked, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, I I did I I enjoyed throughout this episode and you touched on this cat as well that like when the girls are talking apart from Charlotte but I think that's because Charlotte's in a heightened state I think she's very understanding usually yeah Yeah. and she's dealing with something right now which is completely fair I think that's something I think that's something in this episode where we're like oh my god Miranda's dealing with something really difficult but I think actually what the episode really encapsulates is Charlotte's difficulty in this as well and even her bad behavior because of that Totally. You're like, that's completely legitimate, especially someone who desperately wants kids. It's just sometimes and, hard to relate yeah. to that. And I didn't like, uh, the, she definitely colored it a little bit, but I also don't uh, have a problem with her being like, when they're at brunch and they're talking about abortion, she goes, I don't want to talk about this. Right. And leaves. And I was like, absolutely. I'll yeah, she wasn't it. even that rude yeah. about it she wasn't like, rude no she was like i don't want to be here she obviously like had a bit of a strut on her like she sulked her way out but <laughs> i feel like she was just being like i need to remove myself from this situation and then later on the street with miranda that i think you were kind of talking about on the most beautiful scene where miranda <laughs> um walks home slightly behind her to support her yeah but she very much is like this is the situation can i please leave i need to be by myself and mm. just explains why and it's fine yeah oh what yeah. a great moment as well for being oh this was actually my theme that I was going to talk about um but feel free to go back to what you were talking about Jordan but I, I was just going to talk oh. about how friends who are different in different situations and I mean this is similar to what Evie said but um but also just being in such different um life situations but then both of them coincide but they're the opposite like I mean that's yeah. like literally what happens in the episode but being like I mm-hmm. don't want kids but I'm pregnant I desperately want to be pregnant because I desperately want to get um get you know have a kid but I can't get mm. pregnant yeah. and then both of you being in that situation where like especially if someone's talking about something so much like in the brunch situation where like mm. Um, fucking Charlotte's just like oh my god kids 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 there's something wrong with me I know there is I got my period like blah 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 and Samantha's just I mean Miranda's just literally just like fuck me like I am yeah and then and I also loved so much like Charlotte being like what's with the eyes Miranda because you know when like people do little like crossy little eye look things and which is something I feel like (laughs) Like so a cross eye. Um, but like, but then, and people think that you don't know. That literally something that I find so frustrating. Getting abortions. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cross eyes when she said that as well. Um, Go on, I'm so you. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was the best. I wish I could have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Miranda, what's with your cross eye? <laughs> I know. Cross eye. But uh, yeah, having that kind of friendship moments where you're both in different situations. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just repeating your theme. Every, I don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, no, able to bridge it. I think that's a nice thing about, I feel like um, friends outside of comedy and stuff. I think that's when you kind of 
yeah, I just love those moments as well when you can re- not relapse, but um, relax into <laughs> relax into like whatever's intense for you. There's like some parallel in like something completely different that's intense yeah. with someone else, um, which is cool. It's hard for people in different ways. Yeah, but yeah. that's what um, it is. Nice. I feel like that's when with like good friendships that'll always come back to being like you'll have commonalities even if your life's different in some way. That's so Absolutely. true. Yeah. I think it's really like in terms of like opposites and stuff like that or like interesting comparisons in this episode with the brunch chats and even like even in 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 the way that Charlotte and Miranda oh sorry the way that Charlotte is approaching Miranda's abortion is not that the abortion itself is wrong it's just that it's it's not what she can yeah it hurts it's not what she can take on yeah exactly um whereas the way that and, and I mean, like, the only real example we have is Aiden. Mm. So I'm really talking in this episode. Um, but the way that Aiden talks about it is, like, it's this big, like, moral, how's your father? Whereas, like, <laughs> with the, with the, at the brunch, this chat, it's just, like, this is actually, even Samantha being, like, how many have you had? Not in, like, a, how many do you do, like, wheat bix, but, like, in a very, yeah. like, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not like a like a, a big oh, joke it's not like a gloating thing it's no, still she's like normalizing it yeah. yeah and it's also like realistic because it's like this is abortions suck having to yeah. get one it's a normal part of health yeah. of people that have uteruses mm. abortions are a thing that happen and can happen all the time and, and yeah, like totally. any time such a normal part of like mm. having that ability mm. to get pregnant like this it's just is, like it should be so normalized this is why i love samantha she's a real queen she's like she keeping it real wise chill and she got absolutely stooged i feel in this episode with the oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> also even storyline what happened her bag. now okay. i am oh, I, so so okay. I have something to say <laughs> Can I can I please pass this torch on to you, Kat? Because when because this keeps happening where we like accidentally have people on where it like is relevant to them. And this, I don't know if Irvy or Honor really care about this, but <laughs> Kat and I love Gilmore Girls so much. Oh, and when Samantha started when they looked at the Birkenbag, I was like, oh. we're gonna talk about that for 20 minutes. The Birkenbag in Gilmore Girls is right. so funny. When, when when Rory gets a Birkenbag. Well, well, a broken bag. A broken bag of glory. <laughs> Take it away, cat. <laughs> Look, I don't know. All I all okay, here's the thing. Firstly, I don't fully know quite how iconic these bags are like would I know I mean I wouldn't know what a Birkin bag is if I hadn't watched Gilmore Girls but like does every do people know what they no, are because I have no okay. idea I don't even I mean look I'm just gonna explain the plot of a Gilmore yeah, Girls yeah. episode right, now but Rory's boyfriend gets her a Birkin bag and yeah 20 grand minimum at least. I've been, I looked at them online after re-watching it recently and they were like ones that were hundreds of thousands of dollars but anyway he gives it to her she's like ignorant naive and she's like oh cool i can keep my computer cords in this and he's like oh also so insulting what the no. fuck? <laughs> anyway, such on. a good own of his little rich ass it's so funny he has to mm. be like this is was really expensive <laughs> 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 this is a fancy gift he has to explain it to her um 
But what I think is, I'm. I think they're fucking ugly. I think yeah, they're, they're so yeah. ugly, and I think that I'm with Roy. Put your computer gods in it. Like that's not a nice bag to be seen by the world. No, absolutely. And Samantha puts like a down payment on one. Like she says, it's a five year wait. It's a five year wait to get a Birkin bag. That's yeah. insane. That's like longer than a baby. That's just yeah. capitalism, isn't it? And like literally a trend. Like that's what that is. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Than a baby, the Birkin Jordan. bag is Samantha's baby. Exactly. <laughs> it is. Mm, a plus. Um, <laughs> um, her manifestation of her like life and success. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but then it gets yeah. fucked over. Yeah. Oh my Lucy god, Lou embarrassing for her. And I love I Lucy Lou, but then oh I, I was just yeah. like, I I'm sad to see Samantha have this embarrassing plot. I know. <laughs> oh my god! But, and it's it's so upsetting as well because Samantha is like, Katie, you're so right. She's honestly like Samantha says in this episode, which is like, don't do that, don't do that to yourself or something. Mm. When when um, Miranda's all like, oh, because like Charlotte goes off crying or whatever, and then Miranda's like, fuck, like what am I am I doing the right thing? And then Samantha's like, literally like, it's fine. Like you're yeah. fucking strong. This is a normal thing. I've had two abortions. Carrie you've had one and also I loved I loved all of their responses to the situation because even Carrie's like a uh, little pick me girl kind of like <laughs> how do I think about abortion thing I, I can totally see and believe her um uh kind of complex relationship with abortion especially yeah. in like the 90s or whatever or the early 2000s being like I've had an abortion yeah it's shit oh and when Miranda's like should I go through with this? And Carrie's like, I can't fucking answer that for you. And she's literally just being there. And then also being like, oh, does the guy deserve to know? All these kind of questions. Like, even though I'm like, "Mm, who gives a fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. why, why does it like, just literally just be there for your friend. But also I so believe her response to this. And I, and I could, I couldn't empathize with it, but I could like, I could understand why she was thinking those things just as I could understand why. I mean, not in this mindset that I live in now, but like in the nineties as like that character in New York, with that boyfriend like I get it like whatever but uh, yeah I just thought all the characters response to this was so great especially Samantha's I couldn't handle that Carrie went back to the restaurant where oh she met the guy who knocked her up and he's a waiter there and he's still, still there. and he's working yeah. that shift and I was just like because I agree on her I think it was all really believable and then I was like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> it's like trust Carrie to make it about her she's like I need closure oh. now it's like and no you don't you were over this like a billion years ago like chill out it's so indicative of her character that yeah she she was like 100% he's gonna remember me I carry like it was 13 years ago imagine the the confidence you have to have to be like you remember we met once 13 years ago imagine saying that to someone so then she goes on that monologue about um being in the same seat she's like i'm in the same seat i'm in a totally different place it's like okay carrie you've had your question like what are you doing like literally just become like a fucking pop artist like (laughs) shit jesus christ awful i will introduce myself to someone i've met five times because i'm like you probably don't remember me yeah yeah. (laughs) it's like sorry Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm here again. <laughs> Unless it's a comic you've seen on Instagram a couple times. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Tell us. Tell all. No. Tell all no. What no. No. No, don't say no. cut because we won't cut it out. We'll forget to cut it out. No, no, don't say okay. You fucking <laughs> right. can I take this? Um, can I take this quick moment to go pee? I'm yes, sorry. Of really yeah, I need to pee as well. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Thank you.
We were talking about the Birkin bag um, and Samantha's plotline. Mm. Yeah, it is. It does just look like a bag. And to a degree, I'm like, what is it? Because isn't it like it's somebody has to like die it. for you to get it? Was there something like specific? <laughs> <laughs> Made out you of genuine right. human you, skin. <laughs> you could be right. But I don't think that's it. I think it's just no. that it's so exclusive. Yeah, and because all the wealthiest people in the world, because it's want a signal one. of wealth, mm. want one. Has, yeah, and they make it as exclusive as possible, so they can make it as expensive as yeah. possible. Yeah, and they're it's like just a fucking bag. They make like only a certain amount every year. Yeah, I don't know. and like I, I it does not, it does not influx with the population. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it just <laughs> same amount. Yeah. You know what's fucked up? Recently, I have been like super. <laughs> into um uh like just designer shit like not that i've been <laughs> buying it but i've just been scrolling these websites i've already said this but i've just been like scrolling mm. them like specifically because i'm looking for something for my sister's 30th birthday because she wants to wear something great and like she never wants to make a big deal about anything and i'm like i just really want to be a part of that for her because mm. it's like a big deal um and i've just become like a fucking obsessed with like designers and I don't know what the fuck this is and now all I want is to yeah like I said before like literally just get like some fucking like Dolce and Gabbana shit or like some like Italian designer or just get some fucking um uh Jimmy Choo's and all this kind of shit stuff that I will literally never wear because all I wear to work is runners and like my fucking Uniqlo pants and a dirty yes, top. like but all I want is like oh I just want to like buy all this shit and like and this is when I'm like oh yeah Sex and the City totally has fucked with my head because now I'm like I just want to get so dressed up all the time wearing all this like designer shit which you know half the time looks kind of like it's I'm just made really well but it looks shit and weird but then Mm. I'm like maybe that's a statement I don't don't know I just it's fucked with my head I feel like that's something that happens in recession is that people's livelihoods (laughs) and lives get worse and worse and it becomes more and more unrealistic yeah like they realize (laughs) you realize how unrealistic it is that you'll ever actually attain that lifestyle and you just become very like desperate for it more desperate for it than you were before and and more reckless with money um I think nihilism generally yeah Mm. yeah also can anyone see that Yes. Oh my God, yes. Is that it? Oh, that's three hundred thousand dollars. Whoa! It looks like a it looks like a costume, like a Halloween costume. Yeah, bag. it looks like a pumpkin or something. Yeah. It's like it's Louis weird. Vuitton, though. The amount of like ugly Louis Vuitton bags there are. Jesus fucking Christ! Mm. But in saying that, um, you I, bought one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I started. Then I started enjoying the ugliness of it. I feel like it's like the noughties kind of like fashion coming back around being like yes I love that fucking Hillary <gasps> Duff like little piggy blinders cap with that like skirt <laughs> over jeans I'm like make it work I'm like I love it that, like, that's the real God. naughty's fashion no yeah. one's doing that that's no one's doing that. You know, we, should we were in the trenches <laughs> They don't, they don't know I really I do really want a juicy couture um jacket tracksuit yeah I don't think I would I, I want the full tracksuit to have it um mm-hmm. to have it uh but i would like <laughs> to wear the jacket around. i'm gonna look this up yeah, dude, <laughs> juicy like... couture you got it 
Do you know um, that? Oh, yes, 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 yes of course. You know. <laughs> um, of course. So Samantha Ooh. is going to get Lucy Liu as a client, which would be amazing, especially when was this? Like right before or right after um, Charlie's, Angels. Charlie's Angels. This mm-hmm. is huge. Lucy That's Liu. not yeah. completely outrageous. It's only like 120 bucks or something. You don't, you don't make know it where... juicy couture. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's not like it's $300,000, Jordan. Just buy it. I know. Just get it. That's awesome. That's what I mean. Like I literally bought this like $252 jacket dress online when I was drunk the other day. Um, and it was what da- the fuck it was jacket dress. Oh, it was like a it was like what it is. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you a picture. It's like a pleather. It's almost like a pleather. It's shiny jacket thing that's like a dress skirt thing. Oh, it was. Really it cool. looks good. It's yeah. nice. it great. Yeah, and well, and, and it, it came down from $705, and now Whoa. now in my head, I'm like what a bargain like yeah, oh my yeah, god yeah. it's so expensive that's how and they I get you and i bought these like um i was drunk okay i was drunk <laughs> i admit it now and i bought these 300 dollars shoes and i can't afford that and i because i didn't want to pay extra for delivery but then i ended up spending like a couple hundred extra dollars and um look i need boots but did you do after pay no no like, <laughs> is that right Straight that's fine that's, that's fiscally responsible yeah, i'm not i'm yeah. not paying for these things on my like credit card um, totally yeah but, okay that's fine yeah but also like ridiculous and also just in, the fact that in my head I was I had brainwashed myself to be like what a bargain this is so cheap you're like, saving 500 bucks. I'm saving yeah. so much money by spending like literally like almost 600 dollars. it's an like, investment <laughs> in your oh self-worth <laughs> but this is why I literally never throw away anything because I'm like clothes because I'm like oh, yeah my children <laughs> like uh, anyway um I'm just, yeah, I, I mean, I, I wanted as much as we shit on the Birkin bags, I did want Samantha to have one because mm, it means totally. a lot to Samantha. Totally. Um, she deserves it. She does. And not after that little behavior. Oh, no, she didn't earn it, you know. <laughs> but she is a good PR. I don't see anything wrong with it. It's like you are a good PR person. It's not like you just took on Lucy Lou to get the bag. You already had Lucy Lou. You just used your, you know, connection. But it was but then she like screamed down the phone at them. <laughs> but it's it was funny when she does it. It was. It's that... also fraud. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, I'm literally, I'm so with both of you right now because I was t- saying this to Alex, and he was like, "That's fucked that she did that." And I was like, "It's Samantha. She's being a fucking boss bitch. Like how incredible." Yeah, that. it's like why else would you do PR? Yes, literally. And then at the same time, I was like, "But that is inappropriate behavior, and that poor um, other person." and like really Lucy Lou should be pissed off like blah 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 um but uh also I wrote down as well with all all of this is Samantha the last like two or three episodes every episode Samantha just seems fucking drunk like the and she kept being like shoulda woulda coulda like literally yeah. all the time and her outfits she was wearing a muumuu with like chunky like jewelry. pink hoops yeah oh pink suit with the with the jeweling oh it was so 80s but like the 80s that we're like oh yeah that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the costuming here is crazy it's like relax um we know that they're going through some stuff but um i will say miranda's Mar- dress at the start as well oh. was also what is she wear at the start again um it looked like a 
patchwork quilt where the saturation had been turned up to 100. (laughs) Oh my god, that was a perfect description. I was literally like, I blacked this out. I'm I'm blackout right now. But even what Perry was wearing when she was like walking past the street, she's like, sometimes you're at a crossroads and she's like in like weird, like, um, what's it called when you have like those straps down and she's like wearing a hat and like the Mm. single. She's like, I'm late, but um, (laughs) just running through New York. It's like maybe. If someone was like late to meeting me and I saw that they were like wearing like an outfit with like a billion like dingly dangly things, it's like, could you not put like just you a had a time to get to on? brooches? Yeah. Brooches. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but you're late. Has time if you can sorry, maybe this is wrong, but I'm like, if you've got brooches, you've got too much money. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm or do you have self-respect? And like maybe that is you being like, I know I am gonna fork out this extra money to wear a fucking brooch. For brooches. <laughs> She it's like a medal. You're putting brooches. a medal on yourself, being like, "I did it." I don't exactly. Know. I've never bought a brooch. It is worth it to have a bejeweled bunny on my tit. <laughs> <laughs> and there fucking flowers in her hair again. She looks like a baby. She dresses like a baby, but not in a cute way. Um, yeah, I, it does. It does. And mm. we we get this like we talked about. We've already said that um, Miranda decides to keep the baby, but I think it's a really nice way that they do it because. I mean, it's a very like bait and switch because <laughs> we believe she's getting the abortion, but the fact that um, they're all there and Charlotte and shows up, yeah. yeah, and Charlotte shows up with a, flowers. flowers, flowers. There's a, a bouquet of white roses. <laughs> Is yeah. that yeah? And Bit she's... extra, <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, in spite of like it being difficult for her, she's like planning to be there for her friend that she believes has had an abortion and she's going to be yeah a good friend. that's sweet um and it's also very cute when the miranda says she's going to keep the baby and charlotte says we're having a baby it was beautiful i thought so that was beautiful. so sweet that yeah. was really cute because i was like it seemed like they all expected her to take it well but i was like maybe she's going to be a bit upset that Miranda's like, fine, I'll have this fucking baby then. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I I think it was nice, the assumption, uh, because I I, I agree, Irvi, I feel like everyone was kind of like, like there was a moment of pause there being like, how is Charlotte going to take this kind of thing? And I think think that was kind of a smart, there's also like so many smart acting decisions with all of this, like Miranda's conflict. Like I feel like um, Cynthia Nixon was incredible this entire episode with, yes with the con and also the fucking yes oh my god oh i completely forgot about this but carrie being like oh you know but like doesn't the guy get a choice in this and then cynthia mm. nixon with like such grace like I, i'm uh, miranda the character with such grace being like oh that's right i'm gonna ha- keep this baby for Steve. <laughs> yeah. fuck my life you know what i'm gonna keep this fuck it who cares little old Steve needs a fucking baby and fuck all my dreams. And I'm yeah. going to like, it was so, and then she was, they were both laughing after that, which I was like, that would not, I feel like that wouldn't be the actual rea- rea- uh, reaction no. in real life. Be like, no, but fuck I thought that was so me. good. It was so good. It was so yeah. good to see that. But, uh, and it was such a friend moment of she was just like, I'm shutting you the fuck down right now. Yes, like, exactly. you are having a dumb bitch moment right now, Carrie. Totally. Redirect. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, That was funny. And I like, just being like, did you tell the 22, like that guy in the waiter shop that you were going to have a baby? And she's like, no, but you know, yeah. just saying that maybe it does. But I do <laughs> Maybe I'll go she's... back to that restaurant today and I'll tell him now. <laughs> it was no, fun. but I was just there. <laughs> yeah. I also find it, I thought it was like, I feel like Carrie like judges her friends and you don't like, but you see it in the way that she talks to other people. Like in that moment with Aiden, when they're outside having a drink and she's like, oh, I didn't end up 
can I get an abortion? And she's like, and I wasn't, I was 22. And then she's like, old enough to know better. And I'm like, yeah, I know. You're still shitting like- on your friend. <laughs> yeah. Yes, totally. but I also feel like that was in response to what Wearing society. Yes, and and also like what society oh, was it? think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she was feeling. Yeah, because she said the condom. I didn't hear, but no, I was saying, oh, was it? I thought I missed the condom, but I thought it was about her having an abortion and her being like old enough to know better. And I'm like, 22. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I yeah, but like I said, I think it's. Uh, no, I feel what I'm saying. I think I'm drunk now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to laugh at, I want to laugh at um, Carrie's final words when she's writing her little blog. I zoned out. It's kind of ridiculous. Job. It was. She said, life is what uh, happens when you're waiting for a table. Yeah. At what New the York fuck City. are you talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, because I actually, I didn't mind it. I <laughs> As a cringy, (laughs) shut up. As a cringy Sex in the City blog moment, I felt like it tracked pretty well because her and Aiden had a moment of connection. Yeah, waiting for a table. Yeah, I thought it like sucked me. I was like, oh, this is why. Because I think we were talking (laughs) with someone else about how like really romanticized New York, and she's like, you know, they say life is what happens when you're. Um, making other plans or something like that. Mm. And then she's like, but in New York, life's what happens when you're waiting for a table. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yes, that's what my life is going to be. Just like waiting for tables and like just like <laughs> waiting around and like just doing cool shit and just like all this stuff. Um, so I guess it kind of brings like, I don't know, for me, it was just like, oh, like romantic New York. But now I don't see it as that. It's like annoying waiting for anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like um, Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life when Rory writes an op-ed about why people line up, <laughs> like to line up for things. And then was also like, why does nobody want to hire me? Because he's shit. <laughs> Rory and Carrie yeah. actually have a lot in common. We'll talk about that mm. later. Oh, Rory's voice God. is a more annoying though. Yeah, Rory is more annoying than Carrie. Rory's voice is like, shut the fuck up. I couldn't even watch that show because of it. But um, sorry. Her voice, her voice, hands, Irvi. Her voice is annoying. No, Irvi's right. Irvi's right. Rory's voice is not. English is a second language. Wait, wait, is Rory the one that was from Traveling Sisters? Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the her voice is a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the famous comedy. <laughs> from Melbourne. The uh, uh, um, sisterhood of the traveling pants. Ah, the yeah, sisterhood yeah. of the traveling pants. Yes. Um, her voice is one hundred percent annoying. I feel like you can Google is her voice annoying, and it's like yes. <laughs> I, it's like one of those like Google answers for you. It's like yes, her true. voice. She is does sound annoying. like a baby. She's like, she goes, oh, so exactly. That's it. Like being, <laughs> you're, you're right. a flawed character, but she's been very unfairly maligned in the uh, <laughs> more recent years of Gilmore Girls discourse. And I will go to the mat on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very true. I'm excited to see like, in terms of like, just while we're on this and on um, things like the uh, reboots and stuff like that, I am excited to see, every single reboot of Carrie <laughs> that oh God, yes. is about to happen. I think that's going to be incredibly interesting. Um, I want to talk about our favorite moments uh, mm-hmm. in the episode, just as, while we're wrapping up any favorite, I mean, we've already talked about fashion. Did anybody like mm-hmm. anything? <laughs> oh, I kind uh, of was obsessed with the schoolgirl outfit. Like yes. thought, yes. I, I thought that it was, was cool. amazing. I was just like, this is 
absolutely wild that you've won this for and no her reason. ponytail and and her oh, the hair her ignoring um Steve in that moment too was very funny mm. being like mm-hmm, okay and then like going <laughs> yeah. honestly like yes that outfit and also my favorite moment would be fucking Carrie and Aiden talking in the bathroom um being like you told him and then like that whole moment um mm. I mean actually no that's not one of my favorite moments because I think my favorite moments are the friendship moments like Miranda and Charlotte oh yeah. god it like mm. literally made me cry I was like it's such a beautiful episode mm. but I enjoyed that for um I enjoyed that Carrie and um, uh, what's his face Aiden um, bit, but I think yeah the um, yeah. friendship moments and even Samantha just saying don't do that to yeah, um, Miranda totally. for me I was just yeah. like fuck Samantha you're incredible even though you've mm. seemed drunk this entire episode you have these moments of sobriety <laughs> where you just I love like when... fucking are a feminist icon. Totally. I love when Samantha at that breakfast, I wrote it down where she's like, um, they're all talking about like fertility and stuff. She's like, girls, I came here for, I thought this was a breakfast, not a fertility seminar. Oh, another line (laughs) that I, (laughs) they said it was the Special Olympics of Conceptions. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that wasn't, that's not a favorite moment of mine, is it? (laughs) They were just like, let's absolutely tear him to shreds for only having one ball <laughs> I know. Oh and also why are you bringing in the Paralympics special to be like yeah special fucking Christ. <laughs> like they're incredible athletes shut the fuck up yeah um, <laughs> and also coming from Miranda as well it's like you should I know. go get a bitch Carrie's Samantha literal... would never say that anyway mm-hmm. yeah no she wouldn't and Carrie's literal exercise is like running in like high heels across New York to like meet her <laughs> friends so it's like you try and do something cool I um I laughed a lot when um Charlotte was at the fertility clinic and the doctor came in and was like, oh, it looks all good. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the worst news you've ever heard. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's bad. Because <laughs> I spoke too soon. It's like you shouldn't know that by now if you're a doctor. <laughs> it was so, so funny, funny because Trey looked Next at Charlotte time. like, see, you had nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's the worst thing. <laughs> Yeah, when she says spoke too soon, you'd think like after being a doctor for years before you were just like, everything's fine. You'd like think twice. It's so funny. Also oh. a really good acting moment for Trey because um, as soon as she said, the doctor said what was wrong, you could, I mean, it's just like a good acting choice. Trey, because he's a doctor, immediately knew that that's a really bad news and um, Charlotte had to like take some time to like mm. Yeah. ask questions and figure it out and I just thought that was like a nice dynamic there because I was like oh that's some like you're actually paying attention that the fact yeah. that Trey would know exactly what that meant mm. why is Trey totally. a doctor he's a doctor yeah he is yeah, yeah. Why? which I, I forgot know. about as well no yeah. I- <laughs> he's really rich like that's his main thing is that he yeah. comes from wealth but he's also yeah. a doctor yeah yeah I was excited to see Agent Cooper having a little spin <laughs> in this episode. I didn't know he was in Sex and the City. Oh my god, he's Neither so weird I. in it. He's so it, weird in it. You need to watch it. Oh my god, so funny. Um, le- well, now we'll get to the the ratings now, and that's when we rate it. Um, but Cat, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dave. <laughs> Breaking it down for me, I really appreciate it. I I am curious now that you've seen. We kind of talked about this at the start of the episode, but now that you've seen four eleven, are you planning on giving the whole series another go? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I just watch a lot of TV, oh, and man. that is the issue. It's not at all that I don't want to watch Sex in the City. It's just mm, that I'm so currently much. watching Avatar with Daisy. I'm Avatar doing Last Airbender. Veronica Mars. Yeah, I'm doing oh, a rewatch of Buffy. Cat. Oh my oh. god, so good. Have you watched mm-hmm. Cora? 
No. They're all so good. I'm only, oh. I've just started season two of Avatar. Oh my God, it's so um, good. First time. And I'm sort of getting into it. I don't usually like cartoons. Um, but no, to answer your question, Jordan, I think I feel like I should seize my moment um, and watch it because I, you know. If There's not, a bit if of traction. Yeah, if anything's going to get me into it, this wonderful uh, experience. Mm. Uh, talking about it with you three lovely ladies is going to be the thing. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Do watch I I felt like more more than ever I I'm realizing with this season I just like want to watch the next episode. It's very hard for me not to just keep watching, but I have a strength that I do not know. <laughs> and that's what I'm discovering. Um I really like this episode. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Had a great time. Um I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. I thought that was really touching. Um makes me want to watch the next one. Um all storylines were great. Loved it. I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10 as well. I was a little bit like I felt it was really interesting the conflict I kind of felt with Miranda keeping the baby. Why is the twist that she keeps it? I find find that a little bit mm. like it just it, it literally made me be like, "Oh, maybe this episode's a bore." But I love this episode and I'm confused because I just felt a bit weird about the fact that she keeps it but I also think that that is an option and that's okay as well I just felt really conflicted mm. I, I don't I don't know mm. why but I, I give it I but without that kind of confliction I, I think it's like a 9.5 out of 10 but just like that the mm-hmm. fact that she does decide to keep it it just it did especially Miranda being Miranda I was just like fuck like what like why is yeah. that the twist that changes her entire life anyway. yeah totally that, that being said watching it for the first time and I wonder if you felt like this cat watching I felt like it could have gone either way I felt like she was like she like in terms of like the way that they told the story they didn't they painted the abortion as like an absolute option for her it didn't feel like I was like as soon as she said she wanted to get rid of it I believed she was getting rid of it until she said Mm. I'm keeping it yeah I felt similarly to honor Mm. in that yeah I felt I feel like on the one hand I'm like oh it's really frustrating that these shows always kind of pay lip service to the idea that women can get an abortion and then so much of the time they decide not to get it um but then on the other hand it's like well it is a complex choice and there's nothing yeah. wrong with a woman deciding not to have an abortion yes. so mm. that should also be able to be shown but I think I agree with you Jordan that it wasn't treated as like I'm not going to have it because there's shame around mm. abortion it wasn't this whole like she yeah it didn't spend a lot of time making her feel like it was a bad trashy shameful choice and mm. then she decided not to do it it just seemed more like mm. she kind of decided she wanted um to have the baby and it also yeah. wasn't like a fingernails reason like Juno you know what I mean no. Be like fingernails no. I'm gonna oh keep God. it like, like you know what 100%, I mean yeah. <laughs> Juno is just a movie about a woman who should have had an abortion literally <laughs> a child absolutely. who just should have had an abortion and was turned away by pro-life advocates oh jeez like, Louise but yeah. love it oh uh, yeah still still yeah Jennifer Garner played that character really well um but also I thought the response to uh, Miranda saying to Charlotte, I forgot to talk about this, but uh, Miranda saying to Charlotte, I've decided to keep it. And everyone looking kind of tense because, mm. and then Charlotte being like, that's great. We're going to be, and being positive. But I felt like that tension that they were showing wasn't necessarily because it's like, oh, how's Charlotte going to react to it? It was like a, this is a big decision. And yeah. she could have made the wrong decision. And we'll yeah. never fucking know. Because mm-hmm. now it's happening. Yeah. Totally. It's hard to keep it. Anyway, Kat, go on. What do you rate this episode? Well, I feel like it's hard to rate something when you don't have a lot of context for it. Mm, I enjoyed it. 
but I don't know how much better or worse the episodes can get. I feel like it's like an eight out of 10. I enjoy yeah, it. Definitely. That's good. I feel that's like, good yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good summary. There's been some bad episodes and there's yeah. been great episodes and eight like, is fit, is reasonable. Well, I'm hearing from what you're saying that this is about as good as it gets. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Like I've come in at one of the best episodes of all time, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah you know, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> it's good for a different reason that another episode would also be great. It's yes, because it like highlights different. Like this one is very much about the friendships, whereas I feel like that's what this season has been about. It's been the dynamic of the four, whereas the last few seasons has been like, "What's this wacky, crazy shit up my ass?" Like, <laughs> and I do yeah. think I expected it to be like. I feel like. Sex and City is often something that is talked about having aged very quickly, very badly, but it handled this issue. I was pretty happy with how it handled mm. it. Um, cool. Well, this episode will probably come out in about a month from now, Kat, just in terms of we've <laughs> cool. smashed a lot out in lockdown as well. Um, is there anything coming up in a month or around then that you want to talk about? <laughs> Your holiday. Do you reckon we'll be no. in lockdown again or do you reckon we'll be out of lockdown? Mm. Well, I I think... not, I'm not tempting fate by making any guesses around what's oh, going to Oh, come on, tempt yeah. fate. No. <laughs> no. Um, well, uh, you... I have nothing to plug. Oh, Great. fantastic. I don't know. I have gigs, but I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you off the top of my head what they are <laughs> or why I'm doing them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we better go to bed. Goodbye, yeah. everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us Thanks, on Instagram. Kat. Bye. Write Thank you for having Thanks, me. Kat. Bye. Thanks, Kat. Has it stopped recording? Okay, go. <laughs>